Bum ba dum bum bum. So I don't think we got any listener mail. And I don't think we have any follow-up. Dang. So uh, this might be a short one. Of course, the last time I said this might be a short one, we ended up going on for like 45 minutes. And we'll see. We'll see what we got here. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to another exciting episode of the Matcha Guys, everyone. Um, this is Steven. This is Clark. The two guys who you've been listening to on all the other episodes. So if you haven't figured that out yet, well, here's looking at you, champ. Um, today we're <laughs> going to talk about... Uh, we're we're um, We wanted to call this the American brands, but then we're like, well... There's Metamate, and Metamate is based out of Germany. So we're like, I guess it's not just American brands. Um, so we're calling this the American brands slash all the rest. <laughs> so kind of the, you know, at the end of the Gil- the Gilgan's Island theme song, and the rest. All of the other just brands that don't really fit into any of the categories that we talked about. Any of the other countries that we talked about on previous episodes. Yeah. So we're going to start off, as we always do, by just talking about the characteristics of the yerb, um, the American yerb, um, or the not American yerb. Uh, but, well, I, I mean, well, well, because metamate, as, as we'll talk later on, metamate is, it's just shimahong. It's shimahong that just happens to be made by a, a German company. It's got some, you know, unique things about it. But I mean, at the at the end of the day... At the end of the day, excuse me, it is Shimahong, right? Yep. Yeah. It so let's so let's let's talk about uh the the, the unique American sherb, yerb, herb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard some very very funny things um in American kind of product videos and product descriptions because they're always like no dust, and I'm like, okay, well, that's nice. What's the point though? Yeah, because uh, we've mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, I don't remember what I think it was on the Uruguayan episode. Um, but there's a there's a common narrative that the dust, the powder in mate, gives you acid reflux and gives you an upset stomach. And I'm sure that is the case for some people. I I know personally um, one guy that he used to have to sift his terere before he would drink it, or it would give him a uh, the mad diarrhea, <laughs> but I, that he also happened to drink really cheap herb, so I think that was more of the problem. Um, but I, in good quality herb, I, I've never really had an issue with the powder giving me any sort of bad effects. Me either. In that fact, I, I would argue that the powder is a is a good thing. I I totally agree. I way prefer a good amount of powder. Than no powder. Yeah, because I mean, the powder, first of all, um, the powder gives it a lot of the flavor because the powder is what's, you know, most readily dissolved in the water. Um, and it also helps quite a bit when you're molding and, you know, packing the, the yerb. And of course, you know, shimahong kind of sort of is all powder, right? <laughs> yep. So I don't know how you would really make a make a low powder shimahong variety although no yeah that's not impossible that's yeah. impossible yeah, i no mean I, the, 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 there there is you know there is dust 
I, I like to say there's dust and there's powder. Yeah. No, yeah, that's... Typically, in my in my experience, I think the dust is usually ground up stick and the powder is ground up leaf. And I think we, we, we previously had discussed that, I think, on the Brazilian Day episode. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I do think that the powdered stick is bad. I don't think that really is doing anything for anyone. Yeah. Just, but the powdered leaves, I mean, that's... It's delicious. Yeah. It's wonderful. And speaking of powdered leaves and metamate, that is what we're drinking today. We are drinking metamate moida fina, um, fine ground, moida fina, and it's family. <laughs> I don't really know actually how you pronounce that. I, I, I don't really know either. It's probably, I don't know if, if I mean, they're Brazilian, so it's gem, but it's, but if they're German, even in Brazil, they pronounce it with the German, so it could be gem. I don't know. It's. The G-E-H-M family. If, yes. if you are listening, please tell us how you pronounce your name. Um, but like, for example, um, lead singer of the band, um, Ingenieros Bavai, he's got kind of a German last name. It's His name is Umberto Gessinger. And it's G-E-S-S-I-N-G-E-R. And even though the conventions of Portuguese pronunciation would make it Gessinger, it's pronounced Gessinger. So it might be Familia Gem. I don't know. It might be. It might be. I've not. I, I might have to ask Fabricio. Yeah. Yeah, Fabricio is kind of the 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 the, the mastermind behind the metamate, um, and we can talk about him a little more. I think we're getting a little getting a little sidetracked, but we are <laughs> drinking a metamate. Um, it is produced in Brazil, um, but it is a German company, so that's why um, we're drinking it today, and that's why we're going to talk about it later on. But um, yep. American <clears throat> herb, like we said, they t- they tend to go for no dust, which yeah. I, I think kind of is a strike against it, but I, I, sh- I guess a lot of people appreciate that. Um, especially, I know, like, people who brew in French presses. Yeah, I guess it's more of an ideal brew. It's just yeah. easier to, to do. I, yeah. They're, yeah. American brands tend to have a really even medium to small leaf cut with no stick. No stick. And yep. very little powder, which, in my opinion, <laughs> makes it almost impossible to prepare super well in a gourd gourd, because it's it's either just going to like go into like suspension like become a colloidal fluid like just all the leaves like kind of like a snow globe (laughs) or it's just gonna i don't know but uh, you know it is what it is but i suppose the american market's not really looking for the the traditional yeah yeah it's i mean appealing to americans with something like mate is easier to do in a French press or a coffee maker or whatever. Sure, yeah, or yeah, and, 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 and or like you know tea bags and stuff. Tea bags, yeah. The gourd's still a pretty foreign object yeah. to the to the American for I, the most part. Yeah, I feel like American mate for the most part is a good gateway mate. You know, it's it's pretty inoffensive to most people. It's kind of streamlined and kind of you know distilled down to a kind of a common element and you know it's it's more palatable i think for someone who does not you know would maybe not consider themselves very adventurous so i think it's a good way you know for for the average gringo to start out before then going down crazier paths <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no but yeah the, the the quality in american mate is kind of all over the board there's really high quality good stuff that does fall in line with more traditional cuts um companies like guayaki or um, circle of drink come to mind um and then there's other companies that i won't necessarily mention right now that where 
their leaf cuts are really weird. It's like, it, it's just not very organized. Like the, the stick cut is not very um, consistent. You can get like really big sticks or like splinters or like little tiny pieces all in the same bag. And like their leaf cuts not very consistent. And it just kind of looks like, I don't know, something you would maybe spread out in your garden in the spring. Um, yeah, so quality wise in the, in the leaf cut itself, I think it's kind of all over the board. Um, yeah. flavor profile, I think it's also kind of all over the board. And I think yeah, the, the really flavor profile is, is really kind of tied to, you know, the leaf cut. I think the leaf cut really does affect the flavor overall of the sherb. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Even though kind of the, 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 the quote unquote traditional American cut, <laughs> which is like <laughs> kind of an oxymoron, the traditional North American mate cut since, you know, we consume so much of it up here (laughs) um i mean we we do and we we don't obviously but no um the unique cut obviously like we said the low dust even leaf cut no stick but then there are like we also said american companies producing traditional south american styles yeah and of course let's be clear where do all of their herb come from where where does all their herb come from it comes from south america there is not a single company that is producing mate outside of south america in any really large quantity yeah, i, I as know, far as we know i know of people who grow it um in the united states but none of them sell to a company they all are growing for their own personal use as they say they're not growing to deal <laughs> low level production yeah a real small operation <laughs> but yeah um so yeah i mean you know like we said leaf cut all over the board. Um, typical gourds in the United States, I would say, kind of is not using a gourd. Yeah. Using a French press, using tea bags, using uh, a drip coffee filter, or even just, you know, those uh, little... Um, what were you, hmm? what were you thinking what I was thinking? Maybe. Little, like, tea... Oh, the tea infusers? Yeah. Yeah, infuser yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by that same logic, the, tr- the traditional straw for North America is not using one because they're just putting it in a mug, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's cool, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, though, um, if you do find a gourd and a straw in a health food store, for example, it's probably going to be Ecotees. Ecotees or Guayaki. Ecotees or Guayaki, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're usually the ones that have like just the basic gourd and, mm-hmm. and very ba- yeah. very um very traditional Argentine styles. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Ecotees gourds in stores. I've seen Guayaki gourds. Okay. Guayaki. Uh, I've, I've seen both. Guayaki really pushes those um, the kits mm-hmm. that come in the kind of the yellow cube. I've never seen an Ecotees one. I'm actually I've never seen I've only ever seen Ecotees. Um, herb in stores. I've never seen an Ecotees okay. straw. I've only yeah, seen them online. Yeah, there's actually a local store here that um, has the the bombillas and on, literally it's in like a little plastic case and it says oh, okay. Ecotees hmm. and then there's like a gourd right next to it and you just look inside of it there's a little paper. As far as I can remember. Interesting. Yeah. Is it uh, Good Earth that has that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Good Earth. Okay. Foods. Yeah, because I've been to Sprouts and Sprouts yeah, Sprouts, sprouts has... Pretty... Sprouts has Guayaquil and I think it has Guayaquil and Eco Teas, but it doesn't have um, gourds or straws for either of them. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously, um, Circle of Drink also sells um, many gourds and straws. Um, if you are on YouTube a lot, I'm sure if you're into Matan on YouTube, I'm sure you've seen the Circle of Drink videos. They have a lot of videos. He advertises his gourds um, pretty heavily on YouTube. Um, as far as I know, I don't think he sells in any actual brick and mortar store. I, uh, I think no, there's there's a uh, oh in in New York in, does he? No, I think it's is it Hawaii? I've seen I've seen posted on on Instagram. Um, there's a store or a juice bar out in Hawaii that really that I did not know some this. of his some of his gourds and some of his uh, herb. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to double check mm. that, but I'm pretty sure. Mm, that's that, interesting. That's, that's the only one I've ever seen. There that's could be more, but I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, but for the for the most part, most of the circle of drink stuff is sold pretty exclusively online. Yeah. Um, and he's got, you know, a wide selection of uh, Argentine-style gourds. He's got some wooden ones, um, glass one. I think just recently he started um, bringing in some kind of traditional Brazilian cuyas um, and traditional Brazilian straws. Um, but like we said, Circle of Drink is kind of one of those companies that's sort of, even though they're an American company, they're still kind of catering toward a palate that is looking for a more traditional mate. Um yeah, I, I mean, the United States really doesn't have a traditional gourd style or a traditional straw style. Yeah, there's no set. It's yeah. we don't have a tradition of mate, quite frankly, in the United States or Canada. You know, or in England, there's a lot of mate being drunk in England, um, and Poland as well. There's a huge a mate in culture Poland. in Poland. I, um, yeah. It's, it's weird. It is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really interesting. But, you know, but kind of in all these other countries where they drink mate outside of South America, typically I see the, the gourds and the straws that are used are pretty much uniquely Argentine styles. Yeah. Um, and in, in, in these other, you know, these foreign countries, I, even in, um, is it Syria? Mm-hmm. That they drink it, drink mate as well. They usually drink yes. out of like mugs or glasses. They don't yeah, really so, have. Yeah, that that's. I mean, yeah, we can. We could probably do an entire episode on Syria, maybe. I don't know, but uh, just since, since we brought it up, behind that. yeah. The, the cool thing, the thing I think about that is really interesting about Syria, um, is they actually like their uh, their traditional teacups. They look very similar to like uh, the Moroccan teacups, so they use those glass teacups, and then they they don't prepare mate like like you would in argentina they kind of do it a little more haphazardly so like the herb just kind of floats in the water but and then they use these tiny little argentine straws so i think it's really interesting like then but they always use the kind of gold leafed moroccan style tea i mean it's obviously syrian style but i think more people are familiar with the moroccan tea sets the tea glasses i'm not familiar at all uh. Well, they're, I mean, they're, I mean, I'm they're sure a thing. I've seen pictures, yeah, they're, they're but... a thing. They're they're pretty common. You can get them on Amazon. Um, and okay. the, at least all the stuff that I've seen from uh, Syrian people drinking mate, their their cups look very similar. Their glasses look very similar to Moroccan tea sets. Um, and they love pipore in Syria. Yeah, they some do funny reason. But yeah, no. Um, I think the only place where kind of anything besides Argentine is super common. I feel like is the UK just because of Udushop. Udushop is a online store. Um, it was started by a Uruguayan man who I believe is married to a British woman, an English woman. Um, and they sell a lot of Uruguayan 
gourds and straws um but they also do sell a lot of brazilian gourds and straws and they carry yeah they have quite pretty, a bit of shimahong as well yeah they have a pretty wide variety of gourd straws um random accessories and and herb as well a very good selection of uh brazilian shimahong which is good for it's true up until you know a couple of years ago they were kind of the the major place for people to buy barong because they they carried it long before anyone in the U.S. carried it regularly. So that's kind of incredible. Um, but the bad part is, you know, it's in the U.K. for at least for us in the United States. You know, shipping from the U.K. is both pricey and um, slow. So <laughs> it's hard for things <laughs> to come from the other side of the pond. But that kind of brings us into you know the mate culture of the United States. Um, Kind of goes back to, you know, how a lot of American drinkers, you know, want to drink it out of a French press because they see it more of like a coffee replacement. You know, people in the United States don't really, I mean, they kind of do, but they really don't. Like, coffee's not very much of a social drink. Coffee is, you know, you get it, you drink it, and you go. You make it in the morning, and you go. Or you go to your Starbucks, and maybe with your friends, and you sit there and you eat some cookies and you drink some coffee or whatever. That's like the closest thing. But it's not really the same as, you know, sitting around in a circle and drinking mate for three hours like they do in other parts of the world. Um, so since a lot of people in the United States are seeing it as a, more of a coffee replacement, kind of... It's kind of treated the same yeah, way, unfortunately. Kind of, kind of utilitarian and minimal, you know, which is why they do it in French presses and coffee makers. Because, you know, preparing it the, the, the traditional way in a Gordon straw can be seen as, you know, too, too, uh, too involved or too, too cumbersome yeah. for, for, you know, the, the American. But um, the, the traditional style of drinking mate is definitely picking up in popularity. Sure. Uh, albeit slowly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people like us spent time in brazil other people that spent time in argentina that are here in the u.s they tend to share these things with people that are that are open to it at yeah. least so and i know um especially guayaki to a certain extent but i know circle of drink has been really really huge in trying to bring that traditional mate culture to the united states of you know bringing your friends together drinking it you know all in a circle everyone sharing the same gourd i know dave um, from Circular Drink, he's really been kind of instrumental in, in tr- trying to bring about that change and trying to change how mate is perceived in the U.S. Um, I know Guayaki does it to a lesser extent, but I don't think I don't think Guayaki's message is is quite focused on the, the you know the tradition um, as much as Circular Drink is. Yeah, um, which kind yeah, of brings well, yeah. Which but, but speaking of Guayaki, that kind of brings us into the next discussion yeah. point that we wanted to talk about which was um energy drinks or pre-brewed mate which is very very common in the united states now yes it's, and you know sporadically throughout the, the world as well yeah but. and i think especially in the u.s um that is largely thanks to guayaki yeah guayaki has a an, an astonishingly large product line of I mean, I don't know if I want to call them energy drinks, but you know, they kind of are. You know, the the, the yeah, cans are roughly the size of like a Red Bull, and you know, they're kind of are touted as like a, you know, a healthy version of a Red Bull or a Monster. Um, they are. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, <laughs> less chemicals and all that. 
and you know, they do sell carbonated um, mate, and they sell non-carbonated, they sell sweetened, they sell unsweetened, all in cans and jars, or not jars, bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, and they even have, like, energy shots. Energy shots, yeah. Like, it's... kind of like a five-hour energy deal. I have never had any of the energy shots. Quite frankly, they scare me. Um, <laughs> I but I've I've drank quite a bit of their uh, their canned stuff and quite a bit of their bottled stuff as well. I used to live in San Francisco, and you literally any gas station has Guayaquil in San Francisco because uh, Guayaquil is based in Sebastopol, um, which is just a few hours north of San Francisco. Um, but yeah, I, I actually really like their. Um, they're canned and they're they're bottled stuff. Same here. Um, which is funny because I, I do consider myself to be quite a purist about yerba mate, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know, I, I I drink it, but I don't really think of it as I'm drinking mate. I just think of it as you know, I'm drinking like a canned drink. Yeah. No, actually, the first time I had one of their um, <clears throat> bottled drinks was um, oh probably f- three or four years ago, and. Uh, I got just the traditional terere, that's what they call it, and uh, it was in the bottle, and my first sip of it just reminded me a lot of this drink we, they have in Brazil called Mach Leon. Now, mm-hmm. there's the, like the, there's kind of sidetracking a little bit here, but <laughs> bear with me. Um, it's like a roasted mate, you make it as a tea. Yeah, um, in, uh, in Argentina or Uruguay, in, other, in the Spanish-speaking mate countries, it would be called mate ma- cocido. Yes. Now, Mach Leon um, started um, producing a line of pre-bottled, pre-brewed mate. Yeah, kind of like, and, a, like uh, a Lipton iced tea type deal. Yeah, and they have the sweetened, the unsweetened, and like a lime um, version as well. And it reminded me a ton of that. Like, it was pretty similar and uh, that's kind of what got me hooked. Let's redo that. That's kind of what got me hooked. I wouldn't say hooked, but <laughs> I really started to, to enjoy it and try the different flavors. And I mean, it's not my go-to for mate because I like the traditional, but it's, it's tasty stuff. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, they, they you know, Guayaquil produces loose leaf herb as well, as well as tea bags. Um, and I've had I've had pretty much all of their stuff. I think the vast majority, minus the uh, the energy shots. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good kind of option if you know if you're new. You know, if you're trying to look into break into uh, mate, but you you know I don't know if you want to try something that's maybe a little safer. I think Guayaquil is a good option because while it it's you know it doesn't get as crazy as some of the more robust blends out there it is still very traditional you know like a like a pretty traditional argentine cut yeah argentine style loose leaf um or you can you know if you want to go even safer you can try their tea bags first or even you know their their canned or bottled stuff and if you like that flavor profile if you like that kind of bitterness but you know kind of earthy kind of complex a little bit sweet if you like that then you know you can kind of go up the the ladder if you will you know maybe first try the sweetened stuff the sweetened pre-brewed and then try the unsweetened pre-brewed and then try the tea bags and then try the loose leaf and then you know go on from there um so your guayaquil kind of has a little bit like a like a 12-step program to get yourself (laughs) you know acquainted (laughs) with mate yeah yeah um and i personally have some friends that um like their first experience with mate was like getting the San Mateo version of Guayaquil. Yeah. They're 
that's one of their varieties <clears throat> and it's good no i i really liked it i i got it a couple years ago but um no yeah that's a good definitely a good way to get into mate and kind of get a feel for what it's all about mm-hmm. so. yeah um um and there there are other companies now starting to uh kind of make pre-brewed mate energy drink style stuff um uh the names oh, escape mate me. guys that's uh no oh, oh sorry sorry ma- not, ma- mate, not mate guys, guys is us mate <laughs> guys is us sorry uh, <laughs> my bad um mate bros mate bro yes it's like an olympic like there's like a guy uh, that's part of it that's like an olympic um athlete of some sort some sort I and um but they yeah, I've seen started, it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's like mate energy drink, basically. I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't had their stuff. I don't know what it's like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, there are other brands like we we've talked about. Um, Guayaki. You know, they have their large range of products. Their Circle of Drink. They have three kind of traditional South American bl- styles, and then they have an seemingly infinite amount of blends um that they sell yeah <laughs> um and then there's uh, eco teas is another big one in the united states eco teas yeah um those that's pretty widely available in whole foods um then there's uh, also mate factor yeah mate factor is also available um they are actually they're an american company but they kind of partner with a with an, a, another brazilian company um and all their i'm pretty sure i'm gonna i'm gonna get this wrong probably but a lot it, if not all, a lot of their herb does come from southern Brazil. Um, in fact, their uh, their fresh green, their it's called Mate Factor Organic Fresh Green. I think that's what it's called. Not the greatest name; <laughs> it's a mouthful. But uh, it comes from the state of Paraná, um, and it's a very very green, like like you know, kind of like traditional Brazilian chimarrão. But instead of powdery, it's you know, it's kind of that American style where it's a very small, even leaf cut with very little dust. But it actually um, reminds me a lot of this other Brazilian Tereré brand. And I think I, we even mentioned this um, in the Brazilian Tereré episode that uh, I am pretty sure Mate Factor Organic Fresh Green comes from the same place, from the same plantation that Campanario Pura Folha does. Because I've had both, and they taste exactly the same. They smell exactly the same. They look exactly the same. So <laughs> it's just interesting. Um so there's also um Aviva. Uh, Aviva. Aviva they, is another one. They're kind of a they're kind of a kind of a smaller player, I think, in the American yeah, Mate market. I think they have like one variety. I don't actually two? know. Oh, I I, I don't know off the top much. of my head. Um honestly I hadn't even remembered them until just literally right now. Um yeah. Nativa? I, not, yes. Um are they are they US? Are they a U.S. Yes. company? Okay. And their stuff is from Brazil. Brazil. But I think it's like Uruguayan style. It's, I've seen, I've never had it. I've seen the leaf cut. It's weird. It's like almost, it's like a, it's like a hybrid Argentine-Uruguayan. Because oh. it's like, it's like very consistently cut like Uruguayan. And like doesn't have very much stick like Uruguayan. But the overall leaf size, I think is almost too large is to be a- considered a Uruguayan. Oh, Okay. It's but like I've I've heard the flavor profile is very similar to Uruguayan. I don't know. I've never had it. Interesting. Yeah, me either. I don't, honestly, there's I don't a know. lot of full disclosure. I don't drink that much American Yerba Mate. 
Um, either. I've, I've tried a lot of it, but I just don't drink a lot. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's it's good stuff. I just I just prefer other brands, quite frankly. Um, but like, I probably the most um, kind of the, the largest quantity of American mate that I drink is like I said previously the the Guayaki pre-brewed stuff. Um, so yeah, I've never had an Ativa. I've never had a Viva. Um, oh, there's a there's one there's one in Salt Lake City called oh, a Kindred. Oh yeah, Kindred, you've had you've Kindred had them, right? I've had one of their varieties um it was the the they have like a they have like traditional and then like a couple blends and i had their cacao blend um just a little bit ago and it's really good what i think is interesting about them is they 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 professed to be kind of doing more of a paraguayan style right that's what i think i I read on their website i think so like i think the idea is that they're producing paraguayan style mate now whether that means that they were supposed to be drinking it cold hmm I don't know because they do make a lot of kind of flavored blends that make me think, oh yeah, that'd probably be really good cold. But I'm also the guy that doesn't love hot fruity blends like a lot of those Argentine fruity sherbas, <laughs> yerbas, herbas. Yeah, I don't love those. <laughs> I think if it's gonna be fruit, it should be cold. Um, but I'm weird. Except you know, I, but I like apple pie, hot apple pie, hot cherry pie, hot fruit pie. You know. So I don't know. So I can I can, yourself, I can I can eat so. hot fruit, but I don't want to drink hot fruit. You know what I mean? I don't want to drink a hot lemonade. Yeah. That's Although lemon tea is good, but uh, I digress. Um, but yeah, there's Kindred, Kindred Yerba Mate. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, I actually no, I the uh, I went to a cafe up in Salt Lake City, and I got their like mate latte, hmm. and it was made with their with Kindred traditional yerba mate okay rock and roll it was good cool it was tasty stuff i mean like, next time i'd probably just get it straight up without yeah any, yeah without any, any without latte the, crap like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would rather appreciate the flavor of the mate but that's just me um yeah I've, I've wanted to buy um kindred but i i whenever i'm in salt lake i never seem to remember to get any and i have a real problem ordering something online that is about that is located an hour away from me yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that honestly that's kind of the reason why i've never tried it is just it's a question of i don't know morals principle something like that yeah Um, i yeah another another brand um is i mean yeah it's a brand um itapua which is the in-house brand of the website go yerba mate go yerba mate if you don't know is I think the largest e-shop in terms of variety in the U.S. Um, if, I'd say so. There is, there is, there are very few styles of mate that you can't get on Go Your Mate. The the one thing that they kind of lack on is Uruguayan. They don't have a ton of Uruguayan. Um, they have like Canarias, and that's pretty much it. But like, they have so much Argentine stuff. They have so much Paraguayan stuff that you can't get in most other. Um, e-shops and they have so many like gourds and straws they just have a huge selection um, and they do make their own in-house kind of not necessarily all blends but they do have their own in-house herb that's called itapua and if i don't if i'm not misremembering i'm pretty sure that comes from paraguay as well yeah I'm but pretty sure yeah but it is kind of but it is produced in that quote-unquote american style with the low dust low, st- low stem even leaf cut but it comes from paraguay um, I have had their 
chai variety. They make a chai mate where it's the their own Itapua herb mixed in with the chai spice. And I thought that was really tasty. Um, I smelled it once. It smelled <laughs> good. <laughs> I've had other chai mate where I felt like the, the spice overpowered the actual mate. Um, but with the Itapua stuff, I really felt like I could taste the mate coming through, which is what I liked. Um, I didn't want to feel like I was just drinking hot spice water, um, which I felt like when I was drinking other um, mate chai or even other herbal chai. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a, a tricky balance. And um, But yeah, no, uh, the Itapua, they, it, it, it's definitely that kind of, you know, uniquely North American style. But it, it's pretty good stuff, I would say. Um there's a brand in australia actually oh boy now we're getting really far out yeah (laughs) i just noticed crikey (laughs) (laughs) send your hate mail to clark australians (laughs) he made me do it all right um (laughs) no they're called uh acento yerba mate i've never heard of them i i just noticed them pop up on instagram like mm, a few months ago i think and i guess they've just they have their own varieties of yerba mate. I don't know if they have more than one, hmm. but I know they they have yerba. Hmm. They produce their own. I don't know like where where it's are they a tea from. company or are they a mate company? Mate, it's, it, they're called the Asento yerba mate. Okay, yeah, and yeah. so I'm. I mean, I think they sell like basic gores and hmm. straws and stuff, but um, I don't mean, it doesn't seem. I don't know. Doesn't seem like a Australian listeners. Let us know. Have you heard of that company? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm curious. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of tea companies, I know like every single major tea company in the United States like has like they carry their own mate. Like Tao of Tea has mate. Um, I'm pretty sure Tazo has blends with mate. I don't really consider them because I, it's kind of their side gig, and if I were to guess. I would, I would probably wager that it is not a unique blend or anything, or a unique anything that they're producing. It's more likely that they are buying from maybe like Las Marias, which is the mega conglomerate in Argentina. So it's probably just like Tarawi that they're buying and kind of repackaging and reblending with other stuff, um, which is fine. Yeah. Whatever you know, tea company. You want to have your hand in all the pots if you're just a you know a general tea company and you're doing black tea, white tea, red tea, brown tea, white tea. Roy G. Biv tea. <laughs> you know, chai, long, green, green, uh, yeah, gunpowder and all. If you, yeah, you know, you want to have your hand, your fingers on all the pots if you're just a giant tea company. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But I'm trying to think, and I feel like that's the majority of the American, North American, and I guess Australian, um, Australia, mate companies, <laughs> um, which would leave us then with the one that we're drinking right now, which is Metamate. Yeah. Which, like we said, um, is based in Germany, in Berlin. Yes. Yes, Berlin. Pretty sure. Ich bin yeah. ein Berliner. Um, <laughs> ich spreche Deutsch. <laughs> ich, uh, no, I'm, just, I'm not going to try anymore. Uh, <laughs> didn't he say he's a donut? Um, that's a little joke for you if you can understand that. Um, <laughs> but like I think we uh, alluded to in, in a previous life that it is a German company, but it is run by Brazilian expats. Um, expat. Oh, it's just one. Just one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, th- I thought no, I thought yeah, he had no. a. I thought his, he had his a... wife is from India. Mm, okay, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, 
So, uh, yeah, just him. That's that's Brazilian. Brazilian but, expat. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, but, I mean, they both run it, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So, but yeah, um, their kind of deal, their gig, is that they produce a very, very old, uh, kind of archaic now style of shimahong, which is called the the um, the kariju style and i know like clark is the hugest fanboy of metamate mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm gonna let him explain <laughs> what the kariju and all that all that goodness is all right cool so um is it okay if i like start off from like the whole process of like getting oh like, yeah sure the yeah, no, yeah, 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 no no yeah no no tell tell the whole metamate story Okay. Tell tell the whole the whole shebang. Cool. So um yeah, it's um I mean the the herb is sourced from family owned farms slash old growth yerba mate trees, Elex Paraguariensis. And um there's a lot of the trees are a hundred plus years old, so you're looking at, you know, some, and these aren't plantations. Like they're like wild. This ain't your grandma's shimahong. Or maybe it is. My dear <laughs> hey. grandma's. <laughs> so yeah, they, um, they handpick the leaves from the trees. They're always the most mature leaves, very emerald green. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they take them, they pass them by a fire real quick, kind of to, what is that process called? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a blanching process. It yeah, stops blanching. the oxidation. Exactly. Um, and then they... It keeps pre- it real green. Yes. And then they proceed to place the branches of the leaves on wooden racks. I, I can't remember exactly the details, but I believe in one room is mate wood that's like smoldering just kind of producing smoke and then there's like a little tunnel type of thing connecting that room to another room where all the leaves are on the racks and so the and that's uh, i think a process of about 20 hours if i'm not mistaken yeah it's Um, it's, if you're if you're familiar with the process of cold smoking a meat um, it's pretty much the exact same process, actually, right? Because the, the sense of the the fire, the the fire and the smoke is kept separate from the actual material that they're smoking, yeah. so it does not cook the actual leaves. It just kind of gives it the smoky flavor. So it's exactly like if you cold smoked a ham. Exactly. Yep. It just develops a really nice, rich, smoky flavor, um, and that's just their that's just um, their smoky their traditional variety. They have a few others. Um, I don't know if you want me to delve into that as well. You can, sure. Cool. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Metamate Raw, I'll just cover that real quick. Basically, it's completely like... It's not not a traditional or common way to produce mate at all. Um, they do the same you know thing with the leaves, but instead of exposing it to heat, they expose it to like very 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 low temperatures basically freeze drying the leaves and um um that way it's honestly um 
what do you how do you say it it maintains all the vitamins minerals all of that in the in the leaves um but it kind of tastes funky <laughs> yeah the, the taste is very unique um unique's a good way to put it <laughs> <laughs> yes um but i've noticed actually the the caffeine content in that it feels like it's a little bit higher than any other kind i don't know if it's actually just it's just the preservation of the of all the minerals or whatever um there's that kind is not super great prepared in a gourd it's more of like a tea like you can prepare it like a tea or in a french press you can even sprinkle it in your soup or on you know cook it in food or whatever it's on the packaging it says it's edible so you you can eat the leaves you know if you want <laughs> um and then there's the 23 which is called terere um and that one is actually i just found out this last week kind of how it came about um and there was a, like a university study done and there's i think it was like 15 different varieties of mate that were that were tested and metamate wanted to see which they wanted to figure out what herb was best to um to use for the for the further 23 terere it was kind of like in their testing um stages and the surprisingly enough baron premium was the one that was that was chosen that was given the highest grades um flavor wise and everything else and so they chose that and so they partnered with Baron Jicochigipi the Brazilian Chimajon company um to produce the uh 23 terere and so instead of doing it fine cut they just did it leafy cut and um it's a great terere Stephen can attest it's it is very tasty. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I, I keep it in my regular rotation and just quite good. Um, it, it actually is a, a, among kind of purists and terere aficionados in Brazil. If they're not, you know, drinking the Paraguayan stuff, they really, really like the um, the large leaf cut, very green Brazilian terere, which 23, Metamach yes. 23 is very similar to. It's not as large of a leaf cut. As kind of the other stuff that you find in Brazil, but it's a very similar aroma, very similar taste, and yeah, I know it's really good. Yeah, super tasty. Sorry, we uh, we there's gonna be an awkward break because uh, we had to stop because of the loud noise, but uh, we're gonna go right back into it now. We're talking about the the Metamate Forty Two. Yes, um, and that I, I'm pretty sure that's the only other um, mate that Metamate produces is the Forty Two, basically Shamach. Mate cocido, um, roasted mate. Um, honestly, I haven't had a chance to try it yet. I have some in my um, on my sh- mate shelf, but I haven't got around to trying it. Well, maybe he'll try it, and we'll let you know how it is next time. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, meta mate is kind of the other big not necessarily south american company that deals in mate um yeah and they're actually like they have stuff in they have a they have um 
what would you call it? I guess a partner in yeah, South have, Africa. Yeah, they have distributors. Um, and- yeah, distributors. Um, in um, England, Florida, Florida. I feel like in a few other places as well. Yeah. And do they do they actually have official distributors in Brazil? Oh, um, I, I've heard they, they, they do. do. They, they sell it on uh, Gaúchos online. That's right. Yeah. And um, I don't know if they sell it anywhere else. So the, the well the, the the funny thing I think is um like you mentioned before they're um they're you know they're normal I mean it's not really normal but they're kind of they're shimahong that's not like the the terere or the 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 raw stuff they're they're just shimahong their smoked shimahong is produced by you know various families just kind of on a rotational basis yes it but is but in Porto Alegre and other places you can actually get um. I I assume that it's it's these other families they sell it to the at the at the the public market because you can get kind of a very similar style they they call it you know artisanal handmade smoked mate because you know they can't legally sell it as metamate because it's not because it's you know it's just basically them selling it on the side um, and I I don't have confirmation that it is the same families but metamate makes it seem like it's a very very exclusive very rare process so. If you see it at a public market and it's, you know, kind of doesn't have a label on it, it just says that it's artisanal, I can only assume that it's probably one of the families or one of the other families, you know, kind of on the side when they're not producing it for Metamata, you know, they're selling it in kind of small quantities in in opener markets and stuff. Because I've actually bought um, smoked Shimahong in southern Brazil, Mm -hmm. but it didn't come with a Metamach label on it. But right. tastes pretty much the exact same, looked the exact same. So I can only imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, I have to look into Fabrizio, that. if you're listening, you can correct me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fill us in, please. Se tá escutando, pode falar. But um, yeah, no, so it's it, it's good stuff. It's it's not my it's not my favorite. Um, but I do really like it on occasion. Um, it's 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 almost like enjoying what I would assume would be like enjoying a fine cigar, you know, on a, on a fancy occasion or something, you know, it's, it's not really something you want to do all the time, but it's, it's really tasty, you know, once in a while as a nice special treat. And like we're drinking tonight, this is actually the first time I've had it in quite a while, even though I have quite a bit of it in my house. I just keep forgetting to drink it. <laughs> Shame on you. Well, <laughs> I have a lot of herb in my house. Um, yeah. I have a lot of herb in my house. It's, it's a little obscene. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, there's there, there are companies all over the world producing mate. Um, the raw material is pretty much all coming out of South America still. Maybe that'll change in the next couple of years. But uh, you know, they they alter that raw material a little bit here and there to suit you know either their philosophy or their tastes or you know the, the palate of the local community and uh, just trying to get you know mate into into places where mate traditionally hasn't been. Right. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, I would tell you what we're going to talk about next time, but quite frankly, I have no idea. So uh, it'll just it'll be another surprise. Hey, hey, hey. so uh, tune in next time. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, leave us a, a a nice little review there. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, send us hate mail <laughs> or or not. <laughs> send us love mail too. Um, mate guys at gmail.com. Um, and tune in next time because uh, we're not we're not slowing down, no matter what. <laughs>